Yo, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing out there? I uh, hope 2018 is working well for you. Uh, this is Cashmere Thoughts and Polyester Pockets episode. Now, this see, technically, this is episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain to the people who are listening what happened? So, we recorded episode eight, uh, which I'm sure some of you guys had uh, you've seen some clips from some of the stuff that we were talking about during that. But the audio quality of that was really, really poor. Uh, we didn't really like how it came out. And so... That episode, be a lost that episode. episode will be will definitely be a lost episode. Uh, so this is technically episode nine, but it'll be released as episode eight. <laughs> until we get us until we get our act together, you know, just just bear with us look, for, look for uh, that lost episode <laughs> to appear soon. <laughs> bear with us. The, the number sequences is gonna are gonna change, and when we add somebody to the show or something like that, we just, just give them another one. <laughs> You're just gonna stop numbering them. It's just a new episode. It's just there. Just, <laughs> just live with it, people. Uh, what's going on, everybody? This is Cashmere Thoughts Polyester Pockets. I'm Harlem Sun. And I'm Base Panda God. And we are back at it again. Uh, so, just <sighs> what's been going on, man? Well, we got a lot. Um, so, when it was new, because <laughs> it's not anymore, <laughs> I wanted to spend time, you know, I'm a big Craig David fan. Got to come to, uh, went to see him when he was at Webster Hall yeah, for the last that. album. Yeah, we talked And about Webster that. Hall shut down. And it is? Yeah. It shut down now? Yeah. Okay, I don't even know. Well, that. see, that's how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a new album a few weeks ago, and I wanted to spend some time talking about it, but now it's old, and I'm like I'm tired of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. No, I'm just saying it was a good album. Right. Time is now. Um, more like UK garage music, right, right, which right. I love now. Apparently, I, I really do. Um, not as good as the last album. Okay. I thought the last one, like, that was his big comeback. What was the last album called? Do you remember? No. Well, how long ago was the last album? <laughs> I want to say, like, summertime, I want to say. I okay. It was, but, you know, you put me on the spot. Yeah, see? I don't remember what it was. But it was good. Okay. And I really, like, I'll still listen to that over this one. Okay. It was like, that was his big comeback after 16 years, and he didn't disappoint. This one was like, all right, let's capitalize on it. Okay. It was like like how when uh, Santana came back with Supernatural and everybody was going crazy for him and Rob Thomas and that. Right, right, right. And then he did a follow up album. It was like, okay, well, it's cool. It's not it's not Supernatural, but you know. Right, right, right. It's cool. Okay. So this was the time is now. It was good. It's a few songs on there, like, but not love. Okay. But at the time, I was all hyped about it. Like, yo, we get like and you know. You wanted to talk about it. It was two albums, like. <laughs> Oh, it was a double disc? No, no, no. I'm just saying two albums within a span of a year. Okay. That was a big deal. Like, you know, like most people, like, they put out a hot album. You right. got to wait years for the follow-up, and it right, may not right, be right. good. It was like, all right, here you go. Here's more music. I was yeah. like, this is great. This is exciting. And yeah, oh, now, 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 now it's old. Now so it's thanks. old. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, an album that was, an album that you listed that was, that is still kind of new. <laughs> And that's my Forrest Whitaker impression. Because that accent, well, we'll get to that. But, yo, the album. Um, what did you think about it? You know what? In hindsight, I I don't think I liked it as a whole. Okay. Like, obviously, all the stars with um, Kendrick and SZA. Yeah. You know, I love her. Yeah, everybody. I mean, well, yeah. Everybody's everybody playing. Everybody loves that. Right? There was a few. I forgot the name of it. It's Zakari and a, it's an African artist. The song is Redemption. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Like, I'll play that all the time. Okay. It was great. Like, some of the other tracks, like having other TDE artists, like uh, Schoolboy Q and the rest, like, just gangster music on a Black Panther. I mean, they, they, you know, Black Panther kind of gangster. It didn't fit. And then, of course, Kendrick with uh, The Weeknd. Like, I like that one. 
and that was that song was actually featured in the uh, uh, casino scene. Uh -huh. So people seem to love that song when they first walk into the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, was that was a, yeah, yeah that was the song playing. So everybody loves well, that. that. So that and that one's on the radio a lot right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying yes. I don't listen to the radio, so I don't know. <laughs> well, no, that was on that was on the radio. That the, no the, the weekend song is on the radio, heavy, heavily so. right now. So uh, Black Panther is definitely an album. On, it, on it's, it's worth listening to. It's is worth it, listening to. Is it in your rotation? Certain songs, yes. I miss this because if you look at like most, I guess typically black movies, if you yeah. want to say, they had a hot soundtrack with it. Yeah, like the Best Man. The, the the wood the, yeah. uh, the brothers like Belly. those you look for yes you look forward to those things you look forward in some instances the, the, the soundtrack, soundtrack is better than the movie, movie. Yeah. yeah 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 you know what I was listening to the other day New Jersey Drive soundtrack I haven't heard that in a while okay yeah now do you remember there was a guy there was a one hit wonder on there his name was Black Panther <laughs> why didn't they resurrect that song it's called Do What You Want anybody please people look it up. <laughs> Yo, they should have resurrected that song and put it on and this soundtrack. It on this Remix worked. it, do something, it would have worked. That would have worked. So now, the next thing that you're oh into, the next thing that you're currently into is uh, is Black Lightning. Yes. Is the new CW show Black Lightning. Yes, I am. And okay. I'm going to say, I it took me a minute to warm to it. Like, I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, it's cool, you know, you know how it is with the first episode, they introduce the character, they give him some kind of menace, then in the shadows, there's a, you know, the overall crime boss, which, who I like, Tobias Whale? <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, first, the name the is kind of cool. cool, the name is cool, and the fact that he's an albino, the albino population, they've been quiet, they, they have a voice now. Is it a lot of them? I <laughs> Like, I mean, no, I mean, no offense. I, I just didn't Are there know a lot? That, There's I, enough. This, I've seen, I've known at least three in my life. Is there like a Twitter group or a there might Facebook be. group? There might be. That's like all about Tobias Whale, like right now? No, there is, yes. There okay. people love him because he was just like, um, it's from a line in episode three that everybody seems to be like fascinated with where he's like, see, this is why I don't like black people. Always marching. He's like, everybody want to, he's like, everybody want to get to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Cause he's like that ready is, to kill that, them. That is, yes, I do remember seeing. So yeah. now, I've, so so everybody so loves that. Say, I've seen, I think the first five episodes. I don't know, I don't know how many episodes we're into this show mm -hmm. so far, but I've seen the first five episodes, and I like the show. Okay, I don't have a problem with the show. I think the show is it's decent. It's, it's decent so far. Um, a lot of a lot of important messages in it. A lot of you know, there's a lot of stuff being talked about here. Um, <clears throat> but I think that the, so the one thing that that really truly bothers me about it. Okay. Oh, Lord, no, it's 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 it, 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 and I can't believe that it doesn't bother other people. Which is, he doesn't technically wear a mask, <laughs> and so so look, needless to say, this guy is the principal of a school. Okay, all and the students his, revered by the community, the so revered, you know who this everyone man is. knows who the man is, the yes. part, the guy, right? And when he's Black Lightning, he only has on a visor. <laughs> <laughs> He's the same height. He's the same age. <laughs> he's, he's he distorts his voice. He has the same beard. But the beard is the same. Everything about that man is the same, except he's wearing some some cool shades. That's it. And no one can it's, tell us him. It's the Superman there, effect. There's a no. There, there's a scene where, as, as a matter of fact, it is that that during that third episode when there's like this march going on in the town, mm -hmm. and Black Lightning saves the day, and he's standing. 
in front of his daughter, like his two, two daughters, daughters, his wife, the pastor, and his, the pastor, and the daughter's best friend. All these people know him about as well as anybody else in the world knows him, and, and none of them can the none effect. of them can picture can say. It's, that guy looks kind of familiar. It's the Superman effect. It it bothers me to know. It bothers everybody that Lois Lane couldn't tell. Like you're the ace reporter, you're going around, she, and you don't know that your the I, man you love is. She knows. Deep. She knows. She just don't say nothing. She, I mean, so she, maybe the kids know. know. The kids don't know, but the, but clearly, everybody in the town is like, who is this guy? <laughs> including <laughs> including the kids. The only person that knows is his wife because he you know he told her a while ago. And I still can't get over this is Scooter from uh, <laughs> Living Single. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 20 years later, right? Yeah, it's great. Now, I do. I, do, I love the show. And I got to say, certain parents and parents got upset because one of his daughters mm. is gay. And Why I, did parents get upset about that? Because there's a scene in which she's waking up in the bed yeah. with the woman. Yeah. And they're What's like kissing and stuff. It's a great scene. <laughs> Best scenes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, oh, I guess in a superhero context, we well, haven't. The show haven't, comes on it like it's a, it's a prime time show. It's, it's yeah, it's your kids should be in bed. Your, your kid, your 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 nine year old should probably not be watching this show. Already. All right, well, it's a small thing. I do I do encourage people to watch because, like you said, we don't know if we're getting another season. No, no I don't know. No, I, I don't know how how the ratings they are haven't doing they haven't really to, like captured the audience. Yeah. It's still finding its footing. I want to say. But I do, like I said, it has a good story, good message. Yeah. Now, do we have room for more than one uh, black male superhero on TV? Do we need another one? We, we had Luke Cage. He's not on TV. He's on Netflix. He's on Netflix. It's, it's, on Netflix. The, same it's does, the same thing. That Who doesn't have Netflix? Who's not stealing the password from somebody <laughs> right now to watch Netflix? Come on. Come well, on. I mean, so the answer, the, question, the, the answer to the question is, yeah, you easily. I mean, Luke Cage is. Who's the better role model? Oh, Jefferson Pierce. How you figure? He okay in his regular life. He's 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 gainfully employed. Has a, you know, has a, has a really has a good job. Okay, he's a mar- he's married, father of two. He's not married. His wife left him. Well, technically, still he's. I mean, they they're together, right? She left him. Um, father of two. You know, he's like he's like the neighborhood hero, even when he's not in the suit. So is Luke Cage. He's but when he's not in the suit, Carl he's a Lucas hero. is the Carl hero. Luke, Carl Lucas is a, he's a he's a criminal. But listen, Carl he's Lucas a, had lived the American dream. Okay, he was a dishwasher in Manhattan and still afforded rent. Okay, he was late <laughs> on it, but he still had an apartment. I think everybody was like, "How did he pull that off?" Well, I mean, like, and then the thing about it is, like, when you when, to ask who's the bigger role, who's a better role model, he had all the Harlem. For kids, but this dude had a whole town. The whole town likes Black Lightning. All right, but he he does it in secret. Okay, Luke Cage. Everybody knows who Luke Cage is. He's not wearing a mask. He's not wearing a poor visor hiding his identity. No, exactly. Everybody knows who. But you, he does that because he's bulletproof. He knows that there's, <laughs> there's nothing you can actually do to stop me if, if my identity is known. It doesn't matter. Okay. The question I do have is: mm-hmm. Is there more than one white person in the town? Because I think there's only one thus far. I think they've only seen one white person in the entire town of whatever whatever the name of that town is that they have, and that's the well, guy that's helping Black Lightning. Like that's he's it. Taylor. He's the Taylor, and that's Ajax. it. Exactly. He, but he's the only white guy in town. Well, when the Warriors disbanded, he had nowhere else to go. What do you What do you want from him? Okay. He makes suits now. Just so clear. So, 
Jefferson Pierce is better than Luke Cage. He's a better role model than Luke. I don't. I, I don't think he'd win in a fight. Who? I don't think. Je- I don't think Black Lightning would win in a fight with Luke Cage. Well, can you? Luke. I mean, I know he's bulletproof, but he could be still electrocuted, right? I don't think so. We'll, I mean, we'll test that. We'll get a uh, Mike Coulter. Right <laughs> can we electrocute you for this test? <laughs> okay. So I, I would guess. I would gather that as a as a hero. As a, as a role model, Jefferson Pierce. But okay. as a hero, I think that Luke takes the cake so far because Luke has also taken on, you know, bigger opponents, bigger opponents than, you know, just like his brother in that stupid the local, suit. The local gang. The comedians are going after each other nowadays, man. All these comedians are going after each other. And I didn't realize that comedians were so ornery and just mad at each other for, for being successful. Well, who are we talking about specifically? Well, we start out, we got to start out with talking about Monique. Right now, but then, but then, but then we go into Phase on Love and Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle and all like it, there's so much animosity and this and this and it happened a few years ago with the whole I think it was a Mike Epps and Kevin Hart were, were, were going back and forth we're having a battle of words and stuff see, like that about you know who was funnier or, see, or you know and now it just the Monique the Monique thing is is different it takes it's taking on its own well you want to explain that one right so Monique. If anybody that's lived under a rock and has not has not been uh, been privy to this information, uh, Monique went on social media and requested, or or she went out to all of her fans, all of the people, and said that people should boycott Netflix, which was stupid. Which and the reason that they should boycott Netflix is because Netflix. She was obviously in in conversation with Netflix to. Uh, release her her own special, special uh, exclusively to Netflix. Netflix offered her five hundred thousand dollars to do the show. She turned it down. Was completely dis uh, felt completely disrespected by it, given the fact that Netflix had offered Amy Schumer something like thirteen million dollars for her uh, for her show, and Monique Which saying I don't understand either. Monique was saying that she is funnier than Amy Schumer. She's a legend in comedy, and she deserves to be paid on the same level, at the very least, as Amy Schumer. But she should be, you know, thought of, or at least uh, in the same level as, you know, the Chappelles and all those people who she has seen has gotten, you know, big deals, you know, on their own. Right now, whether whether you agree with Monique's comedic ability or not, I don't think I, I think two things here. One, I think that you can't deny that she is a successful, uh, she's successful in her art, right? She's a, she's been a successful comedian. She's had a, she had a, a I would say, a long-running uh, sitcom on television. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's done uh, a, her fair share of films, got some, got some uh, critical acclaim for not the comedic side of things. Precious. She got some critical acclaim for her, her role in Precious. So she has, at the very least, I think she has the... She is fine with like thinking of herself, like thinking highly resume. of herself. She has a good resume, and 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 to think highly of herself, and to think that she is has more value than Amy Schumer, I can get that completely. Okay. Okay. I don't get the references about uh about um you know her to Chappelle and and all of those things. I don't think she's one of the greatest comedian comedians of all time or female. anything along along those. Lines. I don't even think she's one of the greatest female comedians of all time. But well, but all that to be. Because I don't think that that's I, don't, I honestly don't think that there's maybe she is 
but I think that the level of competition just hasn't been been there. I, I think that there's plenty of female female comedians that I've heard that I think are funnier than her. I think Tiffany Haddish is funnier than funnier than her right now, right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think that um, so my second point. So my first point is that she does have a really good resume. And my okay. second point was to say that said that that's still no reason for you to ask me to shut off my Netflix subscription, <laughs> right? Because you you were, I'm paying you for it. You were going to make money off of it. You got to, exactly. Oh, no. Netflix, no. Could, could, Netflix could give us 500 to could, to split between the two of us, and I'll do a comedy <laughs> show right now. $500, okay? Not even K. Take this mic off the just, stand just, and just be like, yo, do two minutes. Just give me $250 right now. Yeah. I'll do a Netflix, but I'll do a whole hour for you. Netflix, no problem. But it's about, I can understand about knowing about your worth, but I think in that case... You went overboard because didn't she have a problem with what's the guy who did uh what's the movie Lee Daniels was the Butler the, the guy did the Butler yeah him he she had problems with him saying that you know there was some problems working with him and she had to compromise in order to get parts and he tried to like well she's he tried selfish. to give her some some help with like she's being seen now as someone difficult to work with and yeah. I don't think the Netflix situation like kind of diminished that. Story, oh no! That, it that, that impression of her no. in the slightest—it doesn't help her at all. And calling them out, showing receipts, showing—you know—like it just didn't help. And yeah. I think it's a difference in comparing yourself to Dave, Dave Chappelle. Dave left on a high note. He left people wanting more. Right. And his like Slenderman appearances, like where you like he's—he just pops up. Right, right, right. He just pops up, and I think you just did a successful. Um, concert last year and you know at uh, Radio City Music Hall and I guess some other states yeah where it's like you saw the demand right right you right you saw the demand so Chappelle Netflix was the man. Yeah. yeah so Netflix capitalized on that it was like yo if we lock it down and give you this money right in a special everybody's gonna watch well and that's the whole that's the whole thing I'm saying is like Monique before this what do you remember like what were you checking for Monique for. And that's what I was going to say. Before this, we didn't care where you were. Right. We weren't, wasn't we weren't like, clamoring like, for we weren't, we weren't waiting for that new I, Monique show. I can't like, remember, like, I, you know, Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, even, even, um, the little guy. Can't think of his name. Cat Williams? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Cat Williams. Even him, yeah. those specials you remember, those jokes, everything. Right. I can't say I've ever watched a Monique special. No. No. I know I know there's one where where's it? I could have been your cellmate. That's the only one I can remember. Okay. But the funny thing is, and you mentioned Tiffany Haddish. The funny thing is, she just silently signed her own deal for a Netflix special. <laughs> so Tiffany is not stupid. No, no, she's no. not she took boycotting Netflix neither. And you know, um, I guess people were speculating on how much money she got for hers. Right. And she just said I she just said, listen, there is a special in the works. Uh, it's enough to feed my family and I'm gonna shut up and that's it. So it's like people are comparing it to it's like, well, when you play ball, you get paid. Well, so who do you think was right in that regard? I Or is there? I don't think there's a right answer there. Okay. I think that, okay, two things. I think one, I think that I, I, I don't like when with Monique being in other people's pockets. I don't like you well, checking no, no, for no, 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 no. I don't she, like. She didn't, well, she did respond on, on, on Twitter and she was just like, you know, she was just like, there's no hate. Congratulations. She was just like, maybe your deal will open up more doors for others. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about 
as as it pertains to Haddish. I'm oh, talking oh, about as it pertains to as it pertains to Schumer and in general, like just just that whole idea of like I should be getting paid more because you just paid somebody else more. Like you you don't really have a leg to stand on in that in that regard. Do you? Be, well, because I mean, like I get it. You value yourself higher, so you don't yeah. accept it. Okay, I won't accept that because I think that I deserve more. That's fine. But to say that I I think I deserve more, and you're checking for how how much other people are getting paid as the as the as the barometer or as the measure to mm -hmm. what you should be getting paid. No, you should be saying what you're getting paid is not is is not you know substantial to your understanding of how you are as an artist. That's now, it. What? Do you find Amy Schumer funny though? That's that's something that we need to address. I no no okay. Short answer is no. Okay. I didn't hate Trainwreck, but I don't think that it was because of her. I thought the funniest parts of Trainwreck were LeBron James. I thought LeBron James <laughs> was great in Trainwreck. Um, but I don't dislike Amy Schumer. She I has a niche. She I has an she, audience. Yeah, she has a niche. And, and I think that's the thing. Yeah. With comedy, everybody, you have your favorites because they speak to you or whatever. And I guess her, you know, there's a fan base out there that she speaks to. Right. Monique. I mean, because I didn't like the Parkers. I, 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 the only oh. thing I liked Monique in was um, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. The movie. Okay. The movie. With, uh, with Mar was it Martin um, Lawrence? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, I love that movie. But that was just because of all the p talent involved. I thought that was a hilarious movie. Right. Um, and, um, I liked Almost Christmas. That movie was just bad. She was, she was fine. She was good in it. She was fine. Yeah. But what was she really doing? Was she, she was just playing herself. Like, it seems like everything she does, it's like yeah. an extension of herself. There's no difference with the exception being Precious. Right. Which was way off the grid. Right, right, right. And I mean, again, I said, Monique is a talented, she's a talented entertainer. And I think that she deserves whatever she feels that she deserves to get paid for this thing don't ask us to uh but don't ask us to boycott netflix and don't be talking about other people's money like <laughs> that's their money leave that alone but i think at a certain level they announce you know like they announce it you know so right but that doesn't mean that what, I'm saying, what i'm saying is it doesn't mean that you get the right you get the right to talk about it and okay. reference it to you because that's when people start making those comparisons uh phase on love said kevin hart's <laughs> funnier than Dave Chappelle. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next topic. <laughs> oh, All right. hell no. Dave Chappelle must owe him money or snaked him out of a deal well, and he's pissed off. And that's like, probably it. Yeah, he, he was probably meant to be on season three of the Chappelle show. That <laughs> <laughs> was never had yeah, signed a deal and everything. He's going to be a half-baked too. It's like, man, screw that. No, nah, he's, he's nuts for that. Uh, and then the last thing that I'll mention for me okay. um, is... I decided to try to to try to jump back. So one of the things about being in your mid to late thirties, mm -hmm. which is where I'm at, and you're 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 about a year or two older than me, knocking um, on forty, baby. But one of the things about it is like there's this there's this feeling, and I'm sure if you guys listen, there's this feeling that like you know either music isn't the same as it as it was, music is not as good as it was, or so, or whatever it was that you're accustomed to back in your quote unquote back in your day mm -hmm. is not as good as it is today. And so I think that I think that a lot of that is, you know, because you just refuse to listen to stuff, right? You refuse, you refuse to listen to the music okay. now, so you only listen to like think about it. If you if you if you you're listening to this right now, you probably listen to your playlist on Apple Music, your playlist on Spotify, mm -hmm. or your playlist on Pandora, wherever, and you very seldom will you venture into 
those those realms. So Migos came out with a new album, Culture Two. Culture Two. Uh, this was about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, I found myself in, I found myself, I downloaded it, primarily because I said I don't want to be the person that says that music today is not as good as music from yesteryear mm-hmm. without having listened to the music that's the hottest music today. Okay. And Migos, you know, are on that top level in terms of just being considered and, you know, they're the money makers and, you know, they were the big headliners during NBA All-Star Weekend and all of this stuff. So, um, so I listened to the album. Now it's about 25 tracks, 23 tracks, something like that. Okay. I don't know. I still don't know exactly how I feel about this album. First off, I don't really know what they're saying on a lot of it. Um, their their flow is different. It's really, really different. It's mumble. No, it's 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 not. That's the thing. Like I actually went and I looked it up because I was like, you know what? A lot of people call this mumble rap, and I I don't I don't I don't want to call it that because. It is. The, the 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 style that they're using is not an old style. I mean, it's not a new style. It's an old style that's come from. Who used that? If you go back, there's there's videos back. There's videos that you can watch. If you mm-hmm. go back, you can listen to like Bone Thugs and Harmony used a lot of what they're using. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. You, if you listen to just the the triplet style, that's what they call it. It's a triplet style of, of rhyming. It's been used a lot. It comes from like the Midwest West Coast area. Uh, Midwest and South area. Okay, it's been used a ton in rap, in hip hop since we were kids. Okay, okay, they're just using it almost exclusively as you know, as their flow, as their style, and they're putting it to the music, and and it's and it's making them money. So, I I I I, I struggle with whether or not, and this is like I said, I think this is a bigger thing, and that's why I just put it as like Migos to my thoughts because I struggle with this this idea that. Music is worse, but I think it's just changed. Every generation has its own. Right, it's just changed, and I don't know that like it's is it is it my place to say like it sucks now, or is it your place to say it, or whose place is it to say that the music is just is just bad? Because here's the other part of it. Here's here's the last part I'll say. You know, all 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 props to Funkmaster Flex because he's still finding ways to be to be Relevant? enthusiastic about music, <laughs> and this dude is old enough to be a grandfather. You know, but he's enthusiastic about it. So I'm like, somebody in the in the culture is is, is loving it and appreciating yeah. and listening to it. That's older than me, okay. so I can't be. I have to be more open. And this was so. This was for me to tell myself, like, be more open, accept more things. And this is why I went to see Death Wish. <laughs> this is why I went oh, to. I, I've, I've, I'm not just sticking to the mainstream or what's 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 out there. This is why I'm like. I'm trying to venture out. I'm trying to watch different types of movies and listen to different types of music and and, and stay current. Which and one of your kids called you old? Because I have a feeling that this is where... Well, my kids call me old all the time. <laughs> That's I mean, that has nothing to do with it. I feel like somebody said, Daddy, you old. This is hot. I mean, no. The first time that somebody called me sir, I had a problem. Like, the first time, literally, <laughs> like, in the street, somebody called me sir. Okay. It was an issue. But, um, and I, I like, I had to take... I had to have an existential moment with myself. You went to punch him. <laughs> like, like I was like, "Why did you do that?" You know, because I'm still young, but I realized I, I'm I'm really not, and he was young, and that was years ago. But no, nah, I just I don't feel like I feel like we we people right now we you get to a certain age and it becomes everything that I like is good, and everything that comes after what I've liked yes. is not is not as good. 
And I don't want to be my parents. Like, I don't want to be that group that does that when I'm in my 40s and 50s right. and then and moving well, forward. Well, I can say to your credit, speaking of Migos, I, I, I'm not going to lie that I don't, I haven't listened to the album per se, but after the grant, well, during the Grammys, I don't right. know if you're paying attention to the commercials, mm-hmm. but they used Migos' stir fry mm-hmm. to promote their uh, iPhone 10. Right. With the animojis. Yeah. So it was like the little dog, the the poop icon, <laughs> and a fox. They were the Migos rapping stir fry. <laughs> and my wife will tell you, if you throw that on, I will bust out laughing because that dog, that little dog animoji looks serious. Like he had the best flow in the kennel. Like <laughs> it was hilarious. But to say, obviously, they, and they used that song for the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Right. So... Someone is paying attention, so it's not just it's not it's not just you saying okay, let me give it a try. It, they someone out there knows that this is what kids want to hear. Right, and I get it. I, I don't, but right. that commercial was hilarious. Right, and I get it. On one end, there's the corporate riding the wave of you know you know this is what the kids want to hear. This yeah. is what the kids like. What I'm trying to gather is why. I'm trying to gather the why. Why is it that number one? Why is it that they like it? And number two, why is it that we won't? We don't accept it. Why is it that we like this generation? There's a there's a generational gap there where it's like okay, okay, we don't accept anything from anybody that sounds different from the way we remember. Because this is why people that are in our age group love Kendrick Lamar, not because not because he's any better or worse than 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 some of these rappers, but because he really does sound like. He could have rapped in the '90s easily. Okay, and I'm going to tell you why. We live, and I, I know people. I know, I know this is going to get a comment, but we live in a, in a generation of participation trophies. And <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say, and I'll explain. When you grew up, when you when you and I both grew up, yeah, and we're from New York, yeah, you weren't a real rapper if you didn't write your own rhymes, freestyle off the top of your head, and make it hot. You you didn't do all of that. What right. do we have now? We have kids who come in the radio station. They rhyming off of their phone. It's not a real freestyle. Well, you, oh, yeah, true. It's not a real freestyle. You rhyming off your phone. You're getting, you're, you're, you're like, you know, you're ninety, you're the ninety nine cent DJ king. You know, like if your song is a ringtone, it's hot. It makes the Billboard charts. It does all right. of that. Migos, I know people love them. My wife is a semi fan. Um, I don't know what the hell they're saying half the time. And it's their voice. I don't know if it's their voice. Like, I listened to Stir Fry. I, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are they saying? But the beat is catchy. But you know what it is? I think, too, like you said, different generation. You're looking for lyricists. You're looking for intricate wordplay and the rhyme. And we still have that. It's just not in them. But I necessarily wouldn't hate on them for it. Just don't have to listen. Yeah. But, you know, for you who you have kids, so maybe they'll be influenced by it. And they'll be like, you know, Daddy, let me go... Take me to see them in the concert. And you might have to go there and you'll be like, this is a bunch of noise. Right. And I don't want to be that but guy. I want them, I want to be that guy that's able to listen to it and, and appreciate it for what it is and say, you know what, maybe it's not what I love. So you gotta listen but to it. But I can when, I when can you're in the car, you just it. gotta just put on culture too and just rock out with it, man. Well, I did. I listened to culture too. I've listened What'd to you think? I've listened to it twice. No, I'm sorry. I've listened to it once fully through, and then mm-hmm. the other time, like I skipped it, you know, and I listened, I came back to the tracks. And, I mean, again, it's 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 24 tracks of the same exact thing. 
and that's the problem I have with it. Is like they're not saying anything different on no. each track. They're not no. really. They're not really expounding on anything. But I had the same issues with Rick Ross. You, you, you know, when we did our review of well, Rick Ross, I had the same him. issue with Rick Ross. But even, and that's even worse because now I can understand what you're saying, and I, and you're still saying and the same thing over and over and over again. You bored me. So that album, Migos Two, Culture Two. I'm sorry, Migos Culture Two bores me. It's a okay. boring album because there's no well I'll difference say, okay, between how about in 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 the music. Someone summed it up like this. They said. We grew up on an era of drug dealer music. Right. This is the culture of drug user music. <laughs> so it slowed down. It don't really, you know, it's like... Well, thank Lil Wayne for that. Thank Lil Wayne for that. I think it started before him. He it, pr- it probably did. It probably did. Well, you know what? I can... I, I, I think one of the great things is now for people who have Spotify. Yeah. When you listen to a lot of these newer acts... Right. They have the lyrics like float on the screen. Yes. Yes. So I've like, and then they have explanations. Oh, they like tied in with uh, genius.com to yeah. give you explanations. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I shouldn't have to do homework on your music though. I really shouldn't. <laughs> that's not, that's not, it's not supposed to be happening. But it does make it easy. It does. It makes it, it so much better. So <laughs> All right. there you go. We'll see. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. Cashmere Thugs, Polyester Pockets. Stick with us. you do baby when i connect to you if you're ever in doubt let me spell it out girl when i'm here next to you it feels so magical and for the way you make me feel a cause you always keep it real g for the girl that got me good i see the world the way i should and for the way you make me feel a cause you always keep it real g for the girl that got me good I see the world the way I should. We're back, Cashmere Thoughts and Polyester Pockets. Uh, that song you just heard was Craig David, uh, Magic. Uh, Justin, why did you why did you pick that song for it's this just, one? It's an infectious tune. It, it makes you feel good, gets you dancing. I clean my house to it, brush my teeth to it. It just makes you feel good. It makes you want to dance, enjoy life, especially if you've got that special someone in there who's not driving you crazy, you know? Do you need feel-good music to brush your teeth in the morning? <laughs> Like you need iteration. No, listen. I like to get ready to a soundtrack. Okay. You know, so I mean, it's just like I'm a huge Craig David fan, and like I said before, he hit us with two albums less than a year. Right. And it was like, yo, it's the feel good UK garage sound, and you know, it's good. It's good. All right. All right. We are jumping into probably. Well, it's it's definitely the biggest movie of 2018. Yes. Um. And it may very well stay that way all the way through unless, you now, know... It is now the 10th highest grossing movie of all time. Of all time. So we're going to have to think of it bigger than 2018. It's going to have to be like... Might be calling it like it's now in the top 10. I think there's a question about whether or not it's it's really a top 10 all-time movie or if it's 
if it's this wave that's like if it's the wave that that made that's made it this i mean and, and we can we can delve into that later mm-hmm. um we, we definitely we're gonna have a a full review you know spoiler heavy review uh with joe on the limit on the load expectations podcast um on the lowered expectations movie, movie reviews podcast very <laughs> shortly so uh look out for that so this one will not be touching on uh we won't be going into too many spoilers too here many. but um definitely wanted to start with just asking a little what do you think how many times have you seen this well, movie first now? Off, what movie are we talking about we're talking about black panther i don't even need i don't even think we need to say it <laughs> i mean i didn't get my hey auntie t-shirt yet so oh when that comes goodness. in Y'all when that comes in i'm wearing it i'm wearing it and, and we're recording it on this show i'm gonna be wearing it you guys need to stop yes man. dude yo. if i if i could get my if i can get a killmonger wig i would do it okay if I could, yo i would, I would... <laughs> if i could do it i would that would work man. <laughs> so Black Panther, what are we thinking? What are you thinking? What are we thinking? Well, how many times have you seen it so far? I don't want to say. That, <laughs> that that many or that few? I mean, I know you've seen it. <laughs> Once again, my lies keep catching up with me. <laughs> oh, you don't want to say because of the people that may be listening to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> because oh, they, all, they all approach me after Star Wars, so... <laughs> So, so you saw it mad times, huh? Which one was I? Like they want to know their their place in the hierarchy. Oh, so I, I'd rather right. I'd rather decline. More than two. More are you than, are you a labor? Five. Okay. More wow. than five. More I am than now five sick times. of this movie, and I'm waiting for the wave to stop. Uh, I feel bad for a wrinkle in time. Why? Because that movie came out Friday, and nobody went to see it because they still watch. They'd rather watch Black Panther. Yeah, but I think they you. You had to know that when your release date, like the Black Panther release date, has been known for it was known for a while. It's not like it got pushed forward, pushed back, mm-hmm. or anything like that. So you knew when you were coming out with your movie that then y'all should have pushed it back. I mean, they may, were in a maybe. tough spot because yeah. now you got you a, bumped a up Marvel, against yeah, you yeah, bumped up pushed, against the Marvel the Marvel ship. It's like you know, but the movie was supposedly subpar anyway, so it's like really yeah, they, they had a lot of faults with it. It's shaky. So I think people re- took that review and then went and was like, all right, I'll watch, uh, you know, Black I'll Panther Black again. Panther. Uh, I, I am definitely not in that. I'm not in that wave. If I'm going to go to the movies, I would oh, rather no. I would rather see a new movie. I would rather pay to see a new movie, even if it's not very good, mm-hmm. uh, like Death Wish, mm-hmm. than go to see Black Panther again. But you know what? A lot of people still haven't seen it, and the word of mouth is like carrying. Like people are like, how have you seen- not seen it? If you were, if you if, it was it three weeks now. Three yeah, weeks, almost four. three, almost four weeks. If you are, we are now three, three and a half weeks into Black Panther. If mm-hmm. you have not seen it yet, you probably had zero interest in seeing it. And maybe now, like you said, people are, you know, flocking to it because of the word of mouth thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is, is it not already completely spoiled for you by now? No. Wow. You know why? Because you may have seen, the, you heard, heard the quotes or seen clips or something. But to know what the overall arcing story is, that I, I would say people have been good of not spoiling that. Yep. So you may know, you may be familiar with uh, Michael B. Jordan's character. Yep. Or you know everybody loves Shuri. Yeah. But they might not have. Um, you don't know what the story is. Right. 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 You know you know he's a guy with a cat suit, <laughs> jumps around at night. You know like this, this is it. This is all you know. Right. And you know it, it takes place in Africa, and you know. It's influenced by African culture and stuff of that nature. So it's like nobody knows. Like the story itself has been shrouded, much like you know Wakanda is. Right. It's not really talked about. Well, I think for you, 
So this, the, so my question for you, mm-hmm. I mean, especially now that you've seen it so many times, is <clears throat> how does a movie? Does a movie stay? Clearly, it hasn't because you already answered this. How do you keep, you know, with a movie that does not stay fresh in multiple viewings? How do? How are you able to no, continue you to enjoy? It does it? stay fresh. I, okay. I'm not gonna lie. It does okay. stay. I'm just tired of it because I've now. I've now watched it and you know obviously we'll review it later i'll tell you what it didn't like and everything like that right and that's the thing that made it so funny is the more you see it the more you dissect it yeah yeah and it, it is the thing because everybody expected me when i first saw it the first time i'm not saying with who uh <laughs> <laughs> um I, i'm not I'm, I'm gonna say the what do you call it the the flaws were not readily apparent because I just wanted this movie to succeed so much. Right. Like, I was like, all right, yeah, I put a lot of pressure on this movie. It's got to succeed. Right, right, right. So the first two times, it was like, okay. And, you know, it was like, saw it with my friends and saw my wife and everybody. And so it's like, all right, cool. Um, I'm looking more at their faces to see if they enjoyed it because they're not really comic book people like I am. So right. it's like, okay. All right, let's see how they took it. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then they reacted favorably. And then, I, of course, I had to see it by myself. So I'm like, all right, I'm free of outside influences. Let me dissect it myself. And that's where the flaws become apparent. Now, when you say flaws, you mean flaws in the film itself or flaws in the film as it relates to the comic? Flaws in the film as it relates to the comic. Like, stuff okay. really started bothering me. Okay. And and, um, and that, I think that's fine because... That's the thing about the Marvel you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anyway, like, like they went left with this. Yeah, like, and I was I had a conversation with somebody about this that that had very little understanding of the of the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe, and their question to me was about, um, you know, how much material do they have? Because they were talking about like keeping this going they on scraped, and like keeping... they scraped the surface, which I understand. Yeah. They scraped it enough where you got some of the character. Okay. We, we, we spoiling here or what are we doing? Oh, look. The main point. Go right ahead. My my two, the two of my biggest problems with this movie is one, Nakia, which oh, was by, okay. Uh, what's her name? Lupita. Yes. Who I'm going to say I actually liked, finally. You liked her? Yes, finally. Because you didn't like her. My in... only experience was. Uh, 12 Years a Slave? That was a hard role for me. It was the oh, character. It's, it's, it was, it's it was right, the right, subject right. matter was hard. Yeah. Not that she was bad or anything. It was just well, no. Like, she won an Oscar for that. She had an Oscar. It was. It wasn't like she did a bad job, but it okay. was just like. Mm. And then the next thing I saw her in was nonstop. She was. Oh gosh, she was in there. And I she had about four that. like four words of dialogue yeah, the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah. She was flight attendant even, number two. I don't even know if she was in that. Yeah, I don't even know she, you can count her. There. Yeah. So this was my first time seeing her, and not in a you know like I don't know has she been in anything else? I, I that I'm not sure. Like. She's a, I mean, she has a very familiar face. I, I would have, if she was in something that was mainstream, yeah. I would have known because I would have so, been able to tell. Well, I know she easily. was, wasn't as, the character from Star Wars, little Yoda looking woman with the bug eyes and the glasses. She, that's her? That was her. Oh, I didn't know that. See? So okay. this is my first time. I was like, you know what? She was pretty good. Okay. But my whole time watching this, Nakia is a villain in the comic. Okay. She's obsessed with the Black Panther because she wanted to be with him and he kind of passed her over. Right. She becomes a villain. So the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, so when did she turn on him? Like, I thought this was going to be the big reveal and get everybody. And I was like, it didn't happen. kind of sucks. 
I was like, so you basic. And what I love to, and I will say this, that I talked to my wife about about the message. Uh huh. It was just like I don't know how to feel about it because she was just like, oh, you know, you know, like she didn't want to just be a queen. She went, didn't want to sacrifice her career. She was out there helping people. Right. So and I started laughing to my wife. I was like, yeah, he wanted her, so he just bought her job. Like he was just like, All right, I'm, just, I'm gonna keep an eye on you. I bought this building so you can start. So you, you can, can do all that it. work out of. Yeah. So now you can be my wife. Like let's do this. Like <laughs> girl, stop playing. It's time for us to well, get hitched. I, I think the, yeah, but she, you notice she did want to. She didn't want to sacrifice one for the other. She yeah, wanted. She wanted both. Fine. She wanted both, and that was fine. But I think well, <clears throat> to to go back to what I was saying, the the guy's question. His question was more about like the longevity of Marvel as a whole, not just Black Panther, because he hadn't actually seen Black Panther yet. He was planning on seeing it, well, and he was questioning that. And so, what I was saying to him was, what Marvel's doing, um, and this is, gets to your point about like not liking it or or having issues with it from a comic reader's perspective, mm-hmm. because what Marvel is clearly doing is they're mashing up a bunch of different uh, stories mm-hmm. and they're making it into its own, you know, its own timeline, its own universe. So. As a traditional comic fan, yes, that can definitely bother you. Because one of the things that bothers me consistently about Marvel is that they seem to they 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 kill off a lot of bad guys. And and that is an, it's problem. it's an issue for me because I want to see these bad guys return. And especially in the comics, they don't kill a lot of people. Like they just don't. I swear they die. You know, they dudes get blown up. Yeah, and they bring them back. They bring them back quickly. Now, granted, Infinity War has not happened yet, and we know that uh, the character Thanos has um, which which stone was it? He has one of one of the stones. He's got like four of them by but, the time. It's... But one of the stones will allow for him to be. He he can bring people back. Like he can definitely you know. Mm-hmm. bring people back to life so there there's the opportunity there there's the possibility it may happen it may not whatever but um so but i'm saying so if you don't like it from the perspective of a comic book fan i get it yes. or if you have issues with it yes yo we got rhinos we got rhinos <laughs> with armor like that I, I was like oh okay this this just picked up right we got rhinos with armor <laughs> I was like, let's see more of what they do. I mean, they were just bowling through people, knocking them out. I was like, okay, this is good. True. Um, but my other question to you is the character of uh, Okoye and what was her boyfriend's name? You mean Get Out? <laughs> yes, him. And I asked this to my wife and everything. I said, so if that was us, yeah, could our relationship stand after this philosophical difference? Um, that's what it really was. It, was, it wasn't... <laughs> It's not so, so yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing one, he knows he can't beat her, yeah, that's right? why he gave like, up. Like, he knew, like, he can't beat her, and even if he could, I don't think he would, you know. I, I think that that's the whole point is like, he didn't want to, he didn't want, he was, he was really willing to fight for what he believed in, but not, but not, not if fight it, her, not right, not if it meant that he had to fight and her. And I did read that there, I guess, for time because this movie was already like two and a half hours, yeah. For time reasons, they, I guess, that's why, and that's another thing, and you've heard it here, I will buy, oh no, let me not go that far. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought about what I was going to say. Through some means, I will acquire the Blu-ray with all the features, with, uh, you know, because I, I, they were said on the DVD that there's um, footage, I guess, of them talking about like you know privately obviously it was cut for time but right. there's a scene where they're talking about what's going on in Wakanda and how how both of them 
what lines of this battle they both fall on. Right. So that was cut for time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to your to your question though, <clears throat> I mean, I think that's fine. I think you can be like you can be a Democrat and and marry a Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be a Yankees fan and marry a Red mm-hmm. Sox fan. Like you, you can absolutely do it. You know, and be, because you know that even though we're going to bicker or we're going mm-hmm. to have our differences of opinion when it comes down to the two of us like this is what matters right and then the, the other piece is um not for nothing mm-hmm. whoever the rhino sides with that's the winner okay <laughs> <laughs> so when 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 i when i'm on the rhino and i'm going to attack who i can't remember who he was in attack before Mbaku. she jumped in yeah and I'm going to, if I'm on the rhino and the rhino is going to, is, is doing my bidding at this moment. He's attacking whomever mm-hmm. I've just told him to attack. We're going out, we're charging. And she jumps in front of the rhino and the rhino stops and starts licking her face. I know as the husband, well, I realize, I realize that that rhino is her, that's her rhino. I just ride him. Okay. That's it. That's, that's well, her. see the other problem with that. And what I was going to say is technically he did try to kill the king. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Can well, the relationship stand? He didn't like, attack her? the king. He, he did. No, he didn't. He did. He, what's his name is fighting the um, the king is fighting Killmonger no, by the time by the time the rhinos see, come in. No, but that but that, they were fighting. Remember when he when Killmonger was like, "Yo, Wakabi, that's his name, Wakabi." He was like, yeah. "Take care of this fool," and he sent all his boys down there. You had the intent to harm the king. Right, right, right. He sent those people down there to fight. The, and okay. he did fight right. him. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. As Okoye, her job, she is the general of the army yeah so it's well, like you, you know, tried to kill my king that's just brothers fighting like this is brothers fighting you know, so you, fighting your brother so so how does that night go after the war of wakanda i like, mean like is wakabi I'm, in a cell i'm not the... i'm not getting none that night i'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm likely not getting any for for no, a while do, does everybody but i always wondered that i would love to see the aftermath does, does everybody, everybody go home do you yeah. put them in jail you do what the king says to do Right, the king. Look, the king has now. Once the king is won, and Killmonger is no longer, mm-hmm. no more. He comes back down, and he's like, "I right, stop all of this BS." Well, they already stopped. No, that's once what I'm he saying. realized he couldn't beat him. But that's what I'm saying. Like now, now that now this is all done, okay, your 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 the usurper has been destroyed. Punch him in the face. Let's go get back. Let's 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 go get back to to what we do. You know. But I get I get what you're saying. Like it's hard to go back. But I mean, clearly they did because by the at the end of the film, the last that last sequence is um, T'Challa and uh, Nakia in the in like in the in the market yeah. or whatever. And when they go to the uh, to the council meeting, now you have M'Baku there. Replaced you him. have right. Well, obviously you can't have him sit on your council. So right, right, right. You know you you understand. You did try to kill him. Exactly. Exactly. But is he in jail? Is he? Is I don't he think just home sitting I, at home. I mean. Kissing, nah. the, kissing Okoye as she goes off to defend the country and he's just there petting the rhino. He's just, like, petting, he's just, he's just look, you just stay where you at. Now you know your place. <laughs> you know your place. How do you feel about the cosplay? And now here's here's what I mean. Not the, I want to wear a Black Panther hoodie or Black Panther mask when I go or, you know, even, even oh, so like far. You mean like people just dressing in African garb? Don't? Right, because what I mean is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even talking about even so far as to say, like, I'm not even talking about the people that, like, dress like um, the Dora, uh, the Dora Malahe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even talking about them, okay? Because I did see pictures of people dressed like Dora Malahe. Because I think that's 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 cosplay at its at its finest, right? Okay. I'm talking about the people that dress like coming to America. 
The people that decided that decided that t- t- today is the day that I pull out the dashiki that I've never worn before. Maybe that I've worn it twice. Uh, I wore it at my I wore it at my African studies class in college, and now I'm bringing it out now because I still wear the same, and I can go and I'm gonna bring it out to Yo, to Black Panther. How do you feel about that? I don't care. You but don't. like like you said, in this age of not ruffling feathers or anything of that nature, it's important. Well, we can ruffle. Like we, uh, this show can ruffle. Oh, we can ruffle. You can ruffle. So no, if you no, do no, care, no. it's fine. I, no, it's just to say, like, um, as someone pointed out to me, those the garb. Mm-hmm. The patterns they do have meaning behind it right so it's kind of insensitive to just whip it out for this one occasion yeah but at the same time yo it's i would like to say it's i would like to think i should say that it's bringing some kind of um hopefully it sparks someone's knowledge to learn more behind it the customs that like killmonger with the the, the, the mask he wore in that movie yeah i forgot what they were saying what actual meaning that that has right 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 well even the guy who had the big disc in his mouth yeah from one to try like all of these things taken have meaning and it might spark someone to actually research it and find out more about it so on that level i don't care some of it is just plain fun like if you come dressed like james earl jones and you got the um, <laughs> you got the lion the lion thing the lion you. the lion head across this is pure comedy listen enjoy it like i i think someone else pointed out like i've been to i've been to opening nights for the Matrix, uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and people have come dressed as their favorite characters. Right, but that's the difference. That's cosplay, right? That's cosplay. You dressing as Neo in the Matrix. But you dressing all of this as is you dressing still as Morpheus. All it has no, roots. but this isn't. This is not. Wakanda is not real. No, 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 no. This, what I'm saying is, the African wear that you're wearing. That's not make believe. Like you're not wearing. You're, if you're wearing uh, a, a dashiki, like to go to see Black Panther, okay. that's not make-believe. You're wearing, you know, the attire of people from a specific continent, from a specific I don't, that but, has that has very little to do with the actual film. I mean, and here's the thing. I asked you because I wanted to see if there was, if you did have a comment. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly mind. What I've, what I've always said, what I've equated this to is um, you, as a kid, you went to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to church as a kid as well. This is this to me reminds me of April. Uh, reminds me of Easter. Easter. Sunday. Everybody, everybody, come out when with they their eat, with their finest on Easter Sunday. Yes. But next Sunday, they'll be back. To, <laughs> they'll be back to their regular yeah. self. That's what it felt like. And I've always said, like the church going folk, the people that are in church all the time, mm-hmm. they def- they usually I've I've known them to take offense to stuff like that, to take offense to it. And even though, you know, from a uh, from a worship perspective, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you come as you are, and you know, well, and, I came and, as I and, was. and Christ accepts you regardless, right? So, so it's the question really was just about, yeah, was about like how do, how does that make people? Does, does it feel disingenuous? Does it feel like it's it's For some. you know it's, it's you're but just it's you're just movie. kind of it's a going into we, the ploy? Like, what, what does it matter? We okay, I'll say it like this: I friends who, like I said, have a few friends who are African. Growing up in America, you were always looked down upon. Did they have a problem with it? Did some they did, did they mention some, it? Some I, one or two did have an issue with it, saying like, like I said, it means something behind it or whatever. Right, right. But the others kind of looked at it as like, yo, this is the time where I can be overwhelmingly proud of who I am without right. being judged like right. harshly or you know like toning it down, whether it was from your hair, from your clothes, from whatever. It was just overwhelmingly okay right. to be 
uh, African, African American, whatever, whatever you want to say, whatever. I know people from West Indian culture who felt like, all right, it's still cool. It's all the same stuff. Like, yeah. I didn't mind. People love Killmonger so much as a villain. Uh-huh. And I think we've talked about it, but this dude suffered from PTSD. Like, you can't kill that many people and say oh. you're okay. Yeah, I mean, dude, once you start marking your own body with the number yes, of kills, with the number that of you, kills have, you mean, you're done. So you've got PTSD you're and done. daddy issues, but people walking around like, yeah, Killmonger was right. Like, you know, bury me in the ocean where they put. Like, listen, first off, that's the stupid thing. If I did all of this to become king, no, you give me a king's burial. Don't just no. dump my body in the ocean. I will come back just for like you. Yeah. Well, you know what I said I'd do. What? I'm just kicking him off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him straight up, yeah, sure, we'll bury you right there in the ocean. As soon as he dies, I'm just kick him right off the cliff. <laughs> I just was questioning how he died exactly. So he got he, stabbed in the heart. Yeah, but you took it out? So yeah. So keeping that end was keeping you alive? Yeah. Because you don't bleed okay. out. Okay, so as yeah. soon as you... But listen, this is Wakanda. We got advanced technology. They could have kept they, him alive. They could have kept him Yeah, alive. I mean, he even told him that. He was like, you know, we may be able to help you. And he was like, nah. He was like, nah. So I can be in chains and, you know, and that's basically where that line comes from. He's like, if you, if... You're not gonna. You're not gonna keep. You're not gonna let me out. You're not going to heal me and then like tell me I can. Listen, I can. You know, we're gonna make get, you, get a get a room you, down the hall. We're gonna make like, you clean up after the rhinos. That's your punishment. <laughs> They're pushing for this movie to be nominated for an Academy Award next it year. It should be. You think so? It should. be. It dominated. I, and I'm not even gonna lie. Like I was at my father's house, and we were watching the Academy Awards. It dominated a lot of talk. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, was this movie nominated?" <laughs> it made me question. Yeah. Stop, like, stop, stop playing out. Stop playing Academy. Like, look, here's the thing: the Academy giving the award to get giving giving Get Out the award best for play. best screenplay best was actually screenplay. a little bit shocking. Okay. It was actually kind of surprising. Why? Um, no, 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 not because it didn't deserve it. Because they usually don't do that. Like that's usually they had not to give something. It something. That, they right. weren't giving it best movie. <laughs> right, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, in order for it, to see that happen was actually really interesting okay and because that happened i wouldn't be surprised if black panther look at this point and i think it's starting to become relatively well known when a movie makes a billion dollars it means that the majority of people have seen it and they want to see it and one thing one thing that was mentioned on the pod on a podcast i was listening to not too long ago matter of fact right after the academy awards had finished was the uh, viewership for these award shows has been dwindling over the course of years, mm -hmm. right? Year, you know, the last few years or whatever. And not just this, the Grammys as well. But one of the reasons why is because those pictures that are nominated for Best Picture, nobody watched, nobody watched them. So if you, <laughs> if you really want to get people involved, you need to be including those films that they watch. Mm -hmm. So these films that they're watching, if you're not if you're not putting Black Panther in there, at least in the conversation with Best Picture, or at least in the conversation with some of the other things, you know, some of the actor some of the actor accolades, if you're not doing that, you're mm -hmm. alienating those people. So those people are not going to watch. So I think that as a eventually it's going to have to happen. I think this may be the first one where it actually does. And then the other thing is, Dark Knight already did it. You already did it with Dark Knight. You already, you already, you were already forced to recognize yes. Dark Knight, you know, From as its own, like, as its own, like, as not just a superhero movie, as its own movie on its own right, because that movie was a great but Was it really film. that good to be nominated? Like, Dark well, Knight? I think, no, or Black Academy, Panther. Black Panther. I think when, uh, when you think of Academy Award films, I always equate it like, this is the cream of the crop. Go this home. This is the best. I would say go home, watch Shape of Water, and then come back and ask me that question. I did watch it. 
did you love it? No, it was crap. Exactly. And that won Best Picture. So guess what? It's all subjective. If this movie made a billion dollars, put it on the list. Make these people make 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 them old fogies go ahead and watch it and give it its just due. And it look, had its moments. I would say like Shape of Water. It had its moments. It's, the best moment was the moment it ended. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite moment. But we'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, we're gonna jump. We're gonna get another quick music break, and uh, we'll jump right back in. Cashmere thoughts, polyester pocket. Stick with us. We are back. Welcome again to Cashmere Thoughts Polyester Pockets. Um, that was, how do we say his name? Samfa? Samfa. Samfa. Uh, Blood on Me. Uh, just now, Justin is, again, I, I will have to mention, <laughs> I'm going to mention this again. This is from my mind. This is, Justin is our curator. He's the musical curator of this show. 
So everything. So when I say Justin, who do you think? It's usually now, except for the next song. The next song, the next song I picked, I selected that one myself. <laughs> but um, and you guys will hear why in a, in a second um, once we get to that part. But usually I'm going to ask Justin, why'd you pick that song? So why'd you I, pick that song? I'm stuck in the UK, man. And okay. Sanfa has. This is oh, this is the third studio album I want to say. Okay. But um, I didn't even know what that guy looked like until you told you, me until you told me to go look at the to go to go da- to go get the song. Well, and I went and got the song. I mean, he's uh, he's collaborated with Drake. Yeah, um, everybody's too much. Whichever, well, I love that song. Yeah, and then he was on "Don't Touch My Hair" with uh, Solange. Okay, that was him in the background singing, and actually okay. he's in the video too. Okay, and then this is the lead single from his latest album, but it was also featured. I know we were talking about Black Lightning earlier. Yeah. There's a scene in the first episode where Jefferson Pierce is just his morning routine. Right. And he's running. You know, just jogging. Yeah. And it was like after a rough night where some things happen, I won't spoil it, but it's a scene in which he's just jogging and the song is playing and then his daughters come up on you know, both sides of him. Oh, I remember that. And scene. they're just racing back to the house. Yeah, and he oh, beats that, them. that's what's that's playing. the song. Oh, okay. And I love and I know and I know that voice instinctively and I was like, wait, right, right, right. what is this? And then that's when I figured out he had a new album. And I was like, oh, I got to have this now. Okay. And so, so that's where that came from. How's the album? Is the album good? Album's good. Uh, my wife won't let me play it when she's home because she said his voice is very... There's a lot of hurt and pain in his voice. <laughs> and a lot of songs focus on that. So, like, you've told me and her, like, I, I need artists with depth. And I need them to, like, mind the depths of their soul for that soul searing. Uh, yeah. So and like- obviously... Well, is it the, like the title uh, of the song is "Blood on Me," so yeah. it's not like this is not this ain't magic. You know? This is not Craig David magic. This is not. It's in the opposite direction. So okay, all right, um, all right. So I recently now I won't say recently in the last about two months ago I went and I watched Girls Trip finally. Okay, and um, I you know we were talking about Tiffany Haddish earlier, and so mm-hmm. like. You know, I re- re- remembered that I had seen the movie and we never really got a chance to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't want to go too much into depth about the, mo- the movie itself because, okay. you know, it's first off, it's been long enough. Secondly, secondly, everybody. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you right now you've seen it. You know, you know what it's yeah. about. And, you know, basically the wave of Tiffany Haddish basically started then. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but what it did inspire me to do is to consider, like, do guys do some do similar trips like this? Consider a guy's trip. Like consider this as an as an option yeah, for me. I, I assume that they did. Like but they I can't have talk it. about it. I have it right. So like, and the only movie that I can rem, that I can recall if, of recent memory of a quote unquote guy's trip was The Hangover. Mm-hmm. And um, but obviously you can't equate that, especially when you're talking about people of color. You can't equate that to The Hangover in the same way. Um, because a lot of the, from a lot of the sequences that happened in the Hangover, if you watched the first one, and I'm talking about the other two, a lot of a lot of times the, the black characters would have gotten killed, like like we would have gotten <laughs> shot really really early on. Okay, um, some of the things that they were able to live through that night. That said, so now so I started thinking about trips for guys to take, you know, on 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 these types of vacations, and and <laughs> like. And like the guy etiquette as as it relates to it, because when you watch Girl Tri- Girls Trip, mm-hmm. one of the interesting things about Girls Trip is they got like a villa or whatever. They got like a hotel room. They all stayed mm-hmm. together. They all stayed together in the same like hotel space. They may have had different rooms, separate rooms, 
I don't think guys travel like that or should travel like that. No. Okay. So as soon as you said this, I have two different, there's two different guys trips. Okay. There's the ones you take with your boys to the Dominican Republic and Brazil <laughs> and the guy etiquette to those trips is we don't talk about whatever happens there. You, you It's like international waters. It happened over international <laughs> waters. We don't even discuss that. We don't discuss again. it. There is no footage. <laughs> It might go, the only footage it's allowed to be is on the totally single guy that might have come along. Because <laughs> oh, we know if a footage is found on his phone, it's... It's whoever, okay. Yeah, it's fine. Right. There's no footage taken. There is nothing. We don't talk about, how was the trip? Oh, it was nice. It was water. You might take a picture <laughs> of was, the water. There was water. <laughs> that's that's was, the best part. It was water. It was t- tons of water, son. It was we, great. We ate. <laughs> and that's it. Other than that, there are no details allowed to be talked about because, yes, I know friends who have taken those trips. Yeah, and scandalous. Do they tell? Do they tell you? Like yes. when they come back. So 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 the stories live on. The stories there's just no. There's like, just no there's, footage of any of that. You got footage? Nah. Okay. Okay. It's like you you put your phone in a basket by the door and you pick it up when you leave. Okay. Like, you don't. No. No. No slip ups. No IG slip ups. No Snapchat no. slip ups. No, nothing no, like no. that. Only the single guy because it's okay for him. Okay. But right. Most of the. And then secondly, you have those trips where it would be reminiscent to girls' trip, but you always got that broke friend, so he barely <laughs> scraped together money to come along, so he's he's bunking in your room on the floor, like he's just there for the experience. Yeah, I mean that, and that's the thing that I, that's the thing that I was questioning about it was like the experience of it. You know, I'm like, I'm a married man. I want my own room. If I if I go on a trip, if I go on a trip with these guys, like if I go on a trip with the fellas, like I don't want to sleep in a room with somebody. I want my own space, I want my own room, you know. And is that like a normal occurrence? Is that a normal thing for I these? I think everybody trips? wants their own room because it's like weird. Yeah, I mean, sleeping in you a, room, into a room and it's two twin beds or something. And you're looking at your boy like, <laughs> like sleepover. We supposed ex- to do exactly. Them, them, them days ended back in high yeah, school. Yeah. I mean, we don't do no sleepovers no more. Like, you, you get sure? your room. Like, you got some weird bedtime practice. <laughs> like, ah. All yeah. right. So that, so then that, that makes sense. So I was, when I was thinking about that, I was like, where would, where would you want to go? Now, not saying, not. We'll go to Brazil. <laughs> Dominican Republic no, and I Brazil, already, not my withstanding. Already, my wife already knows that. I told her she leaves me. I'm going to Brazil. We watched a documentary on that. <laughs> about how Gosh. black men go to brazil and live like kings so i already uh, told her i was like well you know where i'll be headed like that's... well i do want to go somewhere where you're where the dollar is more money is, is more money and so so yeah so like i would love to go somewhere where like if i got 500 dollars <laughs> spending money like i can live like a king down there as far as eating as far as all the all the stuff that i want to do whatever i can afford it but see that's the thing where do you go with your guy friends you want to go somewhere romantic with exactly them? that's the and that's the thing <laughs> That was the thing, like girls trip, they went to New Orleans, you know, they went for the, you know, well, mm-hmm. they, there was a reason they were, they were in New Orleans and, you know, cause the, the lead, yeah. the lead character or whatever. Um, Essence Fest too. Yeah. Was, she was, she was doing the but thing there. Do your boys don't want to go to Essence Fest? Right. Like I'm saying, like, like, ex- ex- <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not, and again, and not just like, not like your 22 year old boys. Like, no, they, no, like no. these are your 40 year old friends. That, they still want to go to Freak They want to go to Freak Nick. <laughs> They still want to go to spring break in Cancun <laughs> with like fifteen, with like eight, nineteen year old yeah, yeah, you know, college, still doing it. college kids. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a funny, it's funny to start having that conversation with guys. Having that conversation never, with guys, you will never decide. Right, it's, the decision is really difficult. It feels like it's a really difficult one. I would say something like, you know what? Oh man, what is this movie? 
you okay the best way i can say it is like the descent <laughs> so for those of you who don't I'm know gonna me compare this to the descent yeah please, do. I, I, please for make those that, that don't know me, one of my favorite movies and i say and i did post it for women's day i love the descent and that was my oh, it's contribution um if you don't know it's like five friends who five lifelong friends all they women. get together every year and they do some kind of extreme sport or something so this right. year what was it they they decided to go like spelunking in yeah. caves yeah yeah and it it, it goes bad because obviously <laughs> they meet like mutant mole people <laughs> who trying to kill them but besides that that's what i'm saying for guys it's got to be some like extreme yeah. sport thing or something where we could get killed we're going shark fishing or something like that no because see water you drown no but i'm saying say something like camping okay but then it turns into like we just happen to stumble onto the camp of like you know the people from the hills have eyes it becomes the game yeah yeah like like, (laughs) it has to be something like either it's it's either sex or violence yeah like there's nothing that's gonna satiate the soul so like if you're going with 40 year old men or whatever they're mostly married and so we don't want to break up any happy homes so we gotta go with violence (laughs) true true, so you go somewhere where there's like a, a sporting event you know what i could say when you find out where like the Super Bowl is, yeah, go to that town, make a weekend of it, or something like that. And that's your guys' trip, and yeah. you go to the it parties has, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, has to be okay. something All Star Weekend, yeah. and stuff like that. You can't just say, you know what, this, this what is it, the, what is it, Aurora Borealis? Yeah, Aurora Borealis. Aurora, 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 you can't, yeah. can't say, hey, yo, yo, son, let's go see that. That's beautiful. It's magical. That's what I'm saying. No, like you want to no. do that, but those are the things that you kind of have to do with your with your significant. No, you other. know what? You, you can't do what? that with your fellas. You know what? You remember? Oh man, what was that movie? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. The scene you said you reminded reminded you of me. The turtles. Yeah. He's like, yo, dude, you want to go see the turtles mate? It's like they like meet for like seven hours. It's magical. <laughs> like you would you would see that? I was like, yeah, I'd like to go see them. Let's go. <laughs> like, let's troop up. Let's get the guys and go watch some turtles mate because that's what the guys want to do. up. Let's go see these turtles mate for seven hours. <laughs> exactly. I could see, but yeah. Like I said, two trips. There's the ones you can't speak of, and then there's the ones you you can. Okay, so sporting events, things like that. WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania, All-Star Weekend. Because okay. that's a big, oh, where is it this year? I forgot. But that's a big moneymaker because people come from, like, wrestling fans come from all over the world. Yeah. There's usually a whole week of events. Right. For that, you know, like, you know, meet the wrestlers, there's parties with them, all of this stuff. It's become an event. So I think for guy guys trips have to be that surrounded around something like that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so on that same wave, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking also. I was also thinking about like guys etiquette, just guys etiquette in general. Okay, and not necessarily the things you should or should not do, but the things that I'm starting to notice over the course of over the last few years, I'm starting to notice that. There's no, there, we don't have a conversation as guys. The conversations are not had about what is okay to do well, you've in told certain me. situations. You've told me. Oh, that. I've you had to tell. Me. I've had to tell you. Oh, remember? Because... <laughs> <laughs> you know what story I'm going to? <laughs> um, etiquette in the porn shop. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't say if you see your boy, just like y'all didn't go in there together. But if you just happen to see someone you know. You can't say hi to him and get excited to see him in there. <laughs> like, yo, man, what's going on? How you been? What's up? What you got? I, com- I completely forgot about that moment. But yes, yes, he absolutely. He complained hard about that. Like, you know what? 
And you were with your woman at the time too. <laughs> <laughs> I just I... <laughs> Yo, listen, I was just happy to see a face, like a friendly face. A friendly you... face <laughs> at the point at the porn stop. At the porn shop. I mean man's out here. I mean, you know you know exactly what he's <laughs> he's doing. You know exactly what his plan is. <laughs> he's there for a specific reason. All right, it's not the grocery store. He's shopping for one thing and one thing only. That's and fine. you know what's happening after that. And so <laughs> there's sections of that that you don't want to be really like everybody's in it because you can walk through all the entire yeah. all the, through all of them. But everybody's you know you don't just walk. There's sections that you don't necessarily want people to know that you're into that stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> when your boy comes over. With his woman, by the way, but, and okay. says what's up to you. I need to point out too, the store also sold regular DVDs. They did. They, they sold did. regular. Yes. So they did. We were in. We came out of the regular DVD section and went to pay, and the pay portion was in the, the porn. porn section. So I just happened to see him. I was like, "Yo, man, what's going on?" <laughs> and he looked like. A mix of deer in the headlights and like you're gonna stab him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So on the strength of that story, yes, there I, is. There I are, have been taught etiquette now, right? So there, there are there are certain guy etiquette things that I think need to be mentioned um, before we need to mention on this show. Okay. Number one, number one, most importantly, if we are in a public bathroom, we are standing at the urinal at the public bathroom. This is not the time to have a conversation with me. You can talk to me until okay, the I've moment we get to the urinal. Why do we have to go quiet? What? Because my our stuff you, is out now. Our you, stuff like, like but we're not swinging it. At it each doesn't other. matter. It does not matter. I am now. I am now in a very very vulnerable state. Okay, <laughs> vulnerable. It's vul- Dude, once once this is out, there's no conversations need to be had. We can talk from the moment we walk into the bathroom until the moment we stand in said stall and number and number two most and most importantly you gotta give it a space you cannot oh you can't stand, go next to each do other. not stand next to each other that is just not that is I just think, way too uncomfortable i thought it was hilarious that uh blackish touched on that when you're in the bathroom yeah oh they did okay yeah like if it's five stall if it's five urinals it's one three, and there's and four five. people one person has one to person wait person waits <laughs> exactly or he goes to or he goes to he the, goes to a, to a stall Yes. To a full-on store, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Mind you, this is so. This is a difficult thing because, especially in the workplace, you know, because it seems to happen a lot more in the workplace. You go in the mm. public bathroom, they continue and conversations. Either they continue conversations with you, or you get started doing your doing your thing, and somebody you know comes in and is like, "Hey, what's going on, man? How's life? You know, or how was your weekend? Like, I'm I'm peeing right now. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Don't even speak to me. You come in the room. <laughs> do not talk to me. We have nothing to talk about until we leave." You can, if you really want to talk to me that bad, wait outside the door. Wait till I come out. Wash my hands. It's come just out. The moment. No, it is not the moment. That is not the moment to do it. Do not do it. That's it. Number right, two. Should, should I keep a tally of all the sins I've committed? Because so far, <laughs> so far you're two for two. Yeah. All right. Number two. Here's the other one. Um, when you are on the phone with your friend. Here we go. Number three. It is perfectly fine if you have to go to the bathroom. While you're on the phone, it is fine to tell him that you you we can talk. Like I'll call you later. I will call you later. Yo, I gotta go do something. I don't need to. I don't need to know that you're in there doing doing what you're doing. <laughs> I don't. The conversation can end right here. I got something to go do. I will holler at you in a minute. 
I'll call you back later with, so with a gun. I can't take you with me. No, I'm not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't legitimately take me with you in the bathroom, would you? <laughs> no. Okay, so then why are you taking me? Why are you? Why are you figuratively taking me? No, you people. There are people that go that stay on the phone. Well, what are they doing? Are they just peeing? Or are they? they I else? don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Like I, don't, I don't particularly want to know you're under 50 that why it still works I, while you're you talking i don't want to know why you're talking to me that you have this out i don't i don't i don't want to know oh that you're doing God. this while you're having this conversation with me uh and then last but not least and this is this is the hotel one so this goes back to the hotel one that we mentioned okay. earlier but last but not least if your boy has something going on in the room mm-hmm. if he's got you know we don't have to, we, this is not college anymore, so socks outside the door, all that stuff. If you see the please do not disturb sign on the door, that means do not disturb. That means leave him that alone. Something's happening in that room. Okay, I have a question on that one. Okay, go ahead. Something's going down and I'm in the room and I happen to be sleeping and it wakes me up. Do I have to leave? Yes. Why? He should have woken you up before that. And if he didn't? Then that's his fault. All right. You should leave. You should want to leave. You why do you want to be there? Do you want to go I'm, back to sleep? I'm, You're not. Depends going on back. how tired I am. <laughs> you you have not woken up. You are not going back to sleep. All right, then I'm whipping out my phone recording. You're you... gonna you're gonna record your boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you want to keep on your phone. This is your souvenir, like of this trip. This is what you want to keep. Like you on might your need phone. this one day. Put in, <laughs> like yo, you like my phone shoots 4K. Like you got, you got, you got high definition remembrance. So with me with the Scorsese angles, I give you that Michael Bay pan around view. Word to anybody out there: if you go on a trip with Bay, you should Sander, not be. You should not be staying in, in the, the room same with room. Me. Don't no. stay in the same room with him. No, but I, well, that's that's what I mean. If you happen to stay in the same room together, and you you're going back to the room, mm-hmm. and that do not disturb is on there, that's for you. That's intention. The intention oh, no, is you shouldn't walk you. in. Don't walk Unless in. Unless it's something important. Like if I left, say if I left like my wallet or keys, no. I'm going to knock. Shoot him a text. Shoot him a text. Don't knock. I'm... Don't destroy the mood. What if he's mid, what if he's mid stroke? Okay, I'll knock like you gonna knock... and I'll wait. <laughs> and then we, if, he, if he answers the phone right, if he answers the door right away, I'll be like, mm, not. Send him a text. If you, if you left right, your obviously. keys in the room, you send him a text. Yo, fella, I left my keys. If he responds, then you know that you can go and you get your keys. If he doesn't respond, take your ass back. Some, hey, go, yeah, go, go, go back to the that, casino. Go get a drink. Go get a drink and go that's figure reasonable. it out. Okay. okay. All right. So can I add two? Well, I got two points of contention. Well, one is a 10. So, but it's on your thing of taking the phone with you when you go to the bathroom. Yes. We're going to talk about a problem that you have, sir, with with uh, Xbox Live. Oh, yes. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. You can, you so, can delve so into that one. Malik and, and, and some other friends have a point of contention that you have to be in a state of dress playing with your boys <laughs> on Xbox. I don't know how it came up, but now, we were talking now, about something. I was like, no, I was, I was like, I'm naked in my house. Let's clarify state of dress. You can cool. be in your drawers. You can be in your underwear. Okay. Being not and and if you are and, I'm and the in other my thing house. is it does not matter. So then don't tell us. I don't like, even don't, know how it came out. We were just I don't know how it came out, but we were just talking. People still listening. We we <laughs> they probably like oh I anyway. The whole point of I don't know how we talking about like they were saying something about how how were you dressed at home and I was like I'm not. 
And these guys got so disgusted. It was like, so wait, when we playing online, you naked in your house? Like, yeah. Because now you've just given me the visual. Lie to me. Lie, like, keep the lie going. Just lie to me. Tell me, tell me something what people different. Are dr- Listen, I'm playing online with people. I don't know how you answering Facebook message. I don't know where you texting me from. That's the point. That's the whole point. It's not, it's don't let us know. I, I'm perfectly fine with you. If you want to do whatever you want to do in your home, while you're, that's your home. Okay. That's fine. When you tell people, that's when it becomes uncomfortable. And that was the last time we played Xbox. <laughs> I can't play. <laughs> and then my other thing was about etiquette was getting your hair cut. Okay. It makes me sh- extremely uncomfortable when I guess he's lining up the front or, you know, facial hair, goatee, anything. And he's looking you in your eyes. <laughs> I have, I'll, I've, I've done it twice now. Where I'll be like, no, I, I'll just take care of it at home. I'm gonna do my own lining. <laughs> That's the most important part of the cut. I, I can't. It's just so unnerving. <laughs> it is so like, because he's got to cup your face and he's looking in your eyes and I'm just like, <laughs> I can't. I know someone out there feels just like I do. It is so uncomfortable. Well, I I don't I don't have that problem with I shave my own head. No, so but it's, it's just so like he's like got his fingers on your face and he's just caressing and it's just like, all right, hurry up and be done, man, because I gotta close my eyes and it's like you feel like you're being violated. It just feels wrong. It just feels like can we figure out another way to do that? <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe they would they and, and what made it worse was once I saw online, like, there was a meme about that where, and it was just like, what is the worst thing that could happen in this moment? And it was like the barber just hopped on his lap and finished, <laughs> and finished lining him up. And I was just like, oh God, that's like American Horror Story. Like, like <laughs> that's the last thing I want the barber to be just that comfortable with me when he just hops on my lap. Like, let me get that sound. Like, lift your head up. Like no, <laughs> no. But yes. Well, now you've heard ours. If you have some, if you have some guy etiquette, <laughs> some guy etiquette to share uh, after listening to this episode, please hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, on Instagram, and let us know what you think about it. Uh, we'd love to hear your, your suggestions as well, and maybe we'll, we'll talk about it too. Yes. All right, we're gonna jump. Uh, we're gonna jump into our last music break, and then we'll do a final closeout. Cashmere thoughts, polyester pocket. Stick with us. All right. Trapping like the narco, narco. Got dope like Pablo, Pablo. Cut dope like Pablo, cut dope. Chop trees with the Draco, Draco. On the north got Diego, Diego. Say hasta luego, luego. We'll be in rapping kilo, yeah. Snub nose with potato, straight out the jungle. Yeah, 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 yeah. This real rap no mumbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. My skin black like mumbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got stash spots in Honda. Yeah, yeah. I came from the bando, bando. Beep, beep. 
Yo, what's going on? We are back. Welcome again. Catch me at Throws of Polyester Pockets. Yes, tell them that song. The last song that you just heard was Migos. Uh, the song's called Narcos. Um, and this is off of that Culture 2 album that we talked about in the first segment as well. I wish they could have heard my reaction to hearing that for the first time. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, we have it recorded, so we, can definitely, we can definitely play oh, some bands man, that was that was hilarious. Um, look, again... I'm not gonna say I like the beat. The reason mm-hmm. why I selected this song. So again, this is this was a song that I selected. The reason why I selected this song. I like the beat, and I wanted to give anybody that's anybody that's listening to this podcast that has not listened to the Migos that album. Was not, that was I wanted not. no. I didn't want this. I didn't. They've heard Migos before, right? So really? I really, of course, if they've listened to the radio, they've heard Migos. Bad and bougie. Um, if they, yeah, Bad and Bougie is definitely like their one of their top hits. And then if they heard, if they've heard the Stir Fry song on uh on the apple music the apple the apple commercial commercial is hilarious yeah like they've heard migos before but this is a song that is probably not going to make it to the radio you know but this is but this is more of what they are right and this is more like it's 20 some odd tracks of just stuff like this then that's what you're listening to so i wanted to but i wanted to i wanted to put it out as an example of what i'm here what what i was hearing when i'm listening to this album and if you're like us and you're listening to this album this is what you're gonna hear. How did it make you feel? Well, again, I told you I liked this song. I like the okay. beat, and I think that musically, it works for me. I have no problem with okay. it. Uh, this doesn't get repeat listens for me. Oh, it will for me. That was, that was <laughs> hilarious. Oh, that's gonna be that's the new dishwashing song. Oh yeah, straight out the jungle. Yes, straight out the jungle. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So we get it. Our last countdown. Um, Justin, you want to talk about the shy? I do. Um, Showtime made a great show. I am thoroughly hooked. Uh, I binged it over President's Day. Uh, it's kind of hard. It's it's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like I thought it was. You know, you remember HBO's The Corner? The, yes, yes, and yes, yes. That was guess, that was the preempt to The Wire. Actually, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be more like that, but yeah. this is more like several loosely interconnected people in Chicago, South Side. Um, just their normal lives. You got a sneakerhead kid who just realizes he's a father. Yeah. You got uh, a guy who's a chef. <clears throat> guy who's a chef. Basically the whole like a, a a kid gets killed in the neighborhood. Yeah. And it sets off a chain of events in different people's lives. And I think we're on episode seven or mm-hmm. eight now, mm-hmm. probably and it's just starting to come to a head. But what I did realize, I thought it was a miniseries, 
but I just read that it's picked up for season two, so expect to see some characters or storylines carry over. But it's very, very good, and anyone who I've like told to watch it, they like it. And the funny thing is, they were like, "Why are you even telling me to watch this? Because we know you're gonna give up after like the second season." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, well, expect it." Yeah, yeah, you're gonna Handmaid's Tale this one all the way through. Oh no, Handmaid's Tale comes back next month. I'll be there. <laughs> for the first three for the episodes. first two episodes that's it yeah. <laughs> uh what about uh I didn't, ask, I didn't ask you about this before but what about atlanta season two how are you feeling about that so far uh so far only two episodes have yeah. come on i love the first one yeah and i think cat williams did an awesome job mm-hmm. um and it was just i like i said i've watched it twice now it was so eerie watching it the second time because i wonder if they meant it, it was like art imitating life. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, you know, Donald Glover's the new it comedian, it right. guy. And there was a speech where he's talking to um, Cat Williams, his uncle, in the kitchen. And he was just like, you know, I'm scared of becoming like you, someone who had so much potential, who, like, you know, screwed it all up. And, like, everybody thinks it's a screw up now. Right. And looking at how their real lives ha- are mirroring each other. I wonder if that hit home for a cat. For a cat. Yeah. If he read that, I was like, what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and he, and, and I say like, he looked awesome. Yeah. Like his demeanor, everything. It was just like, you know, obviously if you follow cat Williams, you know about all the legal trouble he's had, right. or he's had a bad couple of years. Two years. Yeah, that's true. And it was just like, this was such a great acting role. And even in even in the the pain of it, he was still funny. All right, so go check out Shot the Shy and yes. uh, and and Atlanta season two, uh, two shows that Justin is currently, now. currently watching and currently into, <laughs> and we'll talk about probably the next couple of episodes of the show and then drop off and then completely drop off while you're into it. <laughs> so, um. For me, uh, I will just really quickly go over well wh- where we are in the sports world now. So uh, clearly, we're at the uh, towards the tail end of the NBA season. Um, we've had the Super Bowl a little over a month ago now, and um, what people are talking about, or what people had been talking about coming out, had nothing to do with the games. I mean, the games mm-hmm. were good. The games themselves were good. The All Star Game was great. The All Star Weekend was was okay, you know, as Dang as okay contest. as it can be. Uh, dunk contest I'm not going to talk about because there's really not much to talk about anymore. Um, But the the overall discussion was about the shows. It was about the performances of Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl and Fergie at the All-Star Game. Now, I'm not going to get into detail about exactly what it was. If you've been on, you know, social media for the last, you know, two months, you've seen everything. But the question I have coming out of it really is, is bad more memorable than good and this and the reason why i say this is we didn't even a lot of people didn't even know about marvin gaye's uh rendition of the all-star game uh rendition of star 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 at the all-star game until fergie did what she did right yes and a lot of people still people still talk about now whitney houston's you know performance of the star spangled banner is is like high is like the pinnacle of you know of, of performances so people still talk about that and they still do compare so when you go out there and you do a really really good performance like they do compare it they say oh which which one was more memorable which one was better but is it starting to get to the point where it's better to be bad than it is to be good in these situations because yes. if you're good you're just good people just did they, your job and right you move on. you move on 
But when you're bad, it's memorable. They talk about you for a long time. In, in this day and age where everybody's got their cell phones and everything's recorded. Yeah. The minute it's televised or it's, it's recorded, someone saved it. Yes, it's it's more memorable because you live you infamy. Okay, honestly, before this, did anyone care about Fergie? Uh no. Recently, in no, recent in memory, recent memory, in recent no, memory. no. I forgot about her. I did forget about her too. Okay, this now. Like I was shocked that. when they when they when they said she was going to be performing. Yeah. And I was like, really? So she's still she's still now, singing. Okay, cool. So Good now this gives her a bit of notoriety. Yeah, and everybody loves to come back. So. You're gonna, I'm sure, I'm sure, if not next year, at some point, or you're gonna invite her back, mm -hmm. or some other event, and then she's got a chance to redeem herself. And right. then they'll, leading up to it, they're gonna replay it a thousand times. Of, okay, let's see how she did last this last time. For instance, the Academy Awards, where last year Warren Beatty messed up yeah. and announced the wrong yeah, movie. With the envelope. What did they do? They brought him back this year yeah. to get it right. And then they made a joke <laughs> out of it. And then they ran it into the ground. Right, right, right. And now, now that they got it right, no one's going to care. That's you true. just fade back into obscurity. So, yes, in this day and age, it's better to be bad than good because nobody, it's a weird thing to say, nobody cares about good anymore. That's crazy. That nobody crazy. cares about good. Um, before we jump out of here, we just want to say uh, that we're glad to hear that Rick Ross is is back up and Do in good know? spirits and he's healthy again. Do I mean, as far happened? as what we know, we don't know what happened. Uh, what have you heard? So, what was the assumption was that it ha something happened with some some women? You know, he was entertaining some women folk at his home and <laughs> he had exhaustion. Had exhaustion, you know, as a result of it. I like that story better than he got he got pneumonia. Oh yeah, 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 clearly, yeah. If I mean, that's sound. Out, if you're gonna go out, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta go do out it. With uh, story. What's his name? Dude, they got caught with the hookers. Odom, Lamar. Odom. Oh, Lamar Odom style. You gotta go at Odom style. You gotta go out like, listen, I just did like eight pounds of blow, and they were hookers. But yeah, ha happy to hear that. Happy to hear that he's he's healthy. He's not, you know, he's not. I mean, I will say it, it definitely. I was definitely jarred when I saw it. And yeah, it was. <laughs> it was jarring when you saw like him. You know, and even though I wouldn't necessarily call him like one of the greats of hip hop, so when I heard it, I was just like, when I saw it, I was just like, man, I, I, I it, it, it hit me. Like, oh, we're gonna lose Ross. And I was, <laughs> I didn't know that that, I didn't know that he meant that much to me. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, so I was a little shocked about that. The other thing I, the other thing I say, and, and, and I know it will sound insensitive. It's going to sound insensitive. Oh lord. I didn't. I don't. I don't mean it to sound insensitive. Here we go. But one of the first things I thought of was. In the event that he had passed, if he had passed, mm -hmm. I wanted to hear what was the music that they never released. Oh, okay, that's not insensitive. I thought it sounded insensitive when I thought it. When I thought about it, I was like, one of the first things I thought about was, oh, that posthumous album is gonna be banging. Like that was the first thing I said. <laughs> okay, that might be a little. That's a little. If that was your first thought, I was, was like, it was one of them. I'm waiting for Maybach Music Six. I was like, like I, you know, I heard, you know, I heard it's it. Be I a said. <laughs> I heard it. I said, "Man, this is messed up. I hope he's okay." I started reading the stuff, and then, then, like the thought just kind of jumps in your head, and mm. then it jumps out. But when it was in there, I was like, "Man, is that kind of messed up to think about that?" You know, I honestly I thought sure. your thought was going to be like, "What happens to Wingstop or something?" Like, thinking, well, I, don't, I you know, since I'm not eating meat now, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I have heard that Wingstop is very good, That's but I think good. they'll, I think they'll be, they'll be fine. Wings will still get sold <laughs> if Rick Ross is not there to sell it. All right. So we're getting out of here. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. 
Um, I, yeah, we enjoy we as 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 we always say, we completely enjoy making it, and uh, you know we hope that you guys enjoy listening. So uh, stick with us. Go out, listen to Craig David. What's Craig David's album? What's it called? Why do you keep doing this? What's the album called? You never know what the album is called. <laughs> go, listen, go listen to Craig David's album. Listen to Samfa. Yes. All of, this, all of this album. is already it's on the uh, Spotify page. Well, not Migos. <laughs> no, no. Migos I will add this Migos. What was the song? Narcos. Yes, I will add that because <laughs> that was hilarious. Well, go listen to Culture 2. Let us know what yes. you think. Uh, Till next time. I am the Harlem Sun. And Bass Panda God. And we are Cashmere Thoughts, Polyester Pockets. Peace out.